Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Stars tight end Ken Dunnick. And I will talk about my partner in a moment. I do want to mention that this podcast is sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Hey, business people, let's get your 2023 business off the ground by attending one of our live business events. We do two times a month for advertisers and club members. I will have you as my guest. Email me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com for more information and come join us. So if you're a follower of the podcast, you know that my partner, the former Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times, Mark Eckel, has not been with us for the last couple of weeks. Filling in for Mark, I recruited a couple lightweights. Their names were Gray Didinger and Dick Vermeil, the only guys I could think of that were more qualified or as at least as qualified as Mark to talk about the Eagles. And, and Mark, welcome back. Great to have you. Tell the folks where you've been and what you've been doing for the last couple of weeks. Oh, just sunny, you know, re- relaxing, taking it easy, having a triple bypass. Uh, Wait that, a minute, go past yeah, it. Go over that last one again. A triple bypass, yeah, um, out of the blue, right? I didn't. I mean, totally out. Of, and 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 let me just say to people listening, you know, you never know. I mean, I I go to the doctor six every six months. I really get six month checkup because there's heart there's heart history in my family, so I really pay attention. You know, I, I try to do the right things and. Um, I, I was just at my doctor in October and I got a great clean bill of health saying, you know, my cholesterol was low. My blood pressure is good. Uh, the blood work came back perfect. He was like, Oh, you're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, you know, two months later. Um, and I, again, I thought it was heartburn. I really did. It was a Wednesday night. Um, after dinner, like late, like Wednesday, kind of late Wednesday night, I started feeling like. You know, that agita that you get, you know, sometimes you eat something bad, whatever. But I have these pills, you know, and I have a history of, of that from, you know, acid reflux. Yeah, whatever I'm married to an Italian. I know what agita is. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I, but I, I, so, you know, and I've done this a million times. I, I feel that I, I take the pill I take and it, it goes away and I'm fine. Um, well, it, it wasn't going away this time. Uh, and it just kept getting worse. But again, I wasn't like in terrible I never in a million years thought I was having a heart attack. I just thought it was a stomach problem. Uh, but thank God, number one, and thank my wife, Tammy, who um, insisted that she, listen, we're going to the emergency room. This is going on long enough. So, you know, she took me to the emergency room. Um, I told them I, where to, I, I was having pains in my chest, and then they automatically, you know, give you the best care in the world. And um, they did some blood work. They did an EKG. And the, the doctor in the ER come, came back out and said to me, you know, looking at the results of your test, you had a, you're, you had a heart attack. Amazing. Uh, but sitting and talking to you, I don't, I would never think you had it because I wasn't sweating. I wasn't, there was no pain down my arm. There was nothing, no, no other signs of, of, of heart problem. Yeah. Um, but then they gave me the nitroglycerin tablet. The pain went away. They wrote and took me to the hospital about an hour away in, in Florence, South Carolina, which I have to say, what a great hospital and what a great staff. And um, they, they did a cat, heart cath on me the next morning and um, showed that I had three blocked arteries, mm-hmm. which I was like, what? That's just <laughs> so amazing. you never know. Just I mean, just be careful. Don't, yeah. Don't, 
Well, to your credit and to Tammy's credit, you you went to the hospital. Right. You know, you know, hospitals with guys are like asking for directions. You don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> for whatever reason, you don't want to do it. I, I mean, I always wait till the very last second when I'm in excruciating pain. That, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen again for a while. But hey, listen, uh, we're glad you're back. Yes, uh, thanks uh, to your wife Tammy for keeping me informed, and of course, now we get back to business here and talk right. about our Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, and and. You you couldn't do better than than Dinger and Vermeil like. Well, I mean, well, listen, uh, Vince Lombardi was dead, so I uh, I, I kept reaching. <laughs> I mean, I got oh, hey, listen, I'm like I got a good Rolodex. I told you that before. Oh, I, yes, I got I got a lot of good names in my Rolodex, so we would have yeah, I mean, we would have scraped by for another week or two. But we're I, we're, I, we're glad. I was I was starting to think I was Wally Pip. <laughs> Google of young people. Well, hey, hey, to your credit, you're cheaper than Vermeil or Dinger would have been on a regular okay. basis. Right. So anyway, there you go. all okay. right. So let's talk about <laughs> the Eagles. Um, had a chance to to clinch things this weekend. They didn't get it done. They lost to the Cowboys, forty to thirty four. A couple of things jumped out to me, but I just want to tell all Eagles fans to relax. We have the best team. We're the best team in the NFC. We're probably the best team in the NFL. And we are going to win this division. We are going to get the number one uh, buy, uh, seed that will give us a bye uh, for the first round of the playoffs, which is important. Our quarterback is going to be healthy when it means something. And we're going to be okay. The reason I say this is, that to me, it was obvious with four turnovers, and I think that was the number one deciding factor in the game. Obviously, you lose the ball four times. Hard to come back from that, especially when you're playing a division opponent on the road. But I just thought the Eagles were by far the better team that day, even with their backup quarterback. Now, the other thing that stood out to me was that uh, as good as Gardner Minshew played, and I thought he played r- really well. I think his stats for the uh, for the game were 24 for 40, 355 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, I, th- I thought he played well. What the Eagles' offense was lacking was that threat of Jalen Hurts running the ball, which meant that they could focus more just on Miles Sanders, who didn't have that great of a game. I think he only had 21 carries for 65 yards. So and and a terrible fumble. Well, uh, you know, and Minshew not having uh, that threat uh, to run, that dual option uh, threat to run that the Eagles have had with Hertz and Sanders, I, I thought made the Eagles, you know, one dimension less uh, effective. Now, you could say, well, they still scored 34 points. They did. And then offensively, they played pretty well. But those are just my initial thoughts of the game. I, th- I have some other reasons why I think the Eagles lost. But, you know, as you as you looked at the game Sunday or Saturday, what did you think? Well, first off, let me say that this was a game that I had. If you remember, we, we were looking, I mean, last time I was on or even prior to that, when we were looking ahead to the schedule and what um, – what the record might be, but this, that, and other thing. Um, this was a game that I had circled as a tough, tough game for the Eagles. I mean, listen, it's hard. If, if, if they win the last two, which I think they will, 15 and two is pretty darn good. Sure. Is. Not a, it's going to be the, and like you said, it's going to earn them the number one seed, but you're not going to, I mean, every team has a, has a game. They're going to, I mean, you're going to lose this. Like the Washington game was a bad loss. This wasn't a bad loss. This was the third straight road game at Dallas. Dallas is pretty darn good, too. I mean, I think Eagles are better. I agree with you. But it's not like Dallas 
Dallas has what eleven wins or twelve wins, whatever they have now. I mean, that's a good team as well. They're they're good. That's a good team with a good offense, um, a lot of weapons. They they were home uh, Christmas Eve. The whole I mean, there was a lot of reasons to think the, that the Cowboys were going to win this game. And then to top it off, Jalen Hurts doesn't play. So yeah, this isn't a. If, if, I, don't, I don't know what's going on up there because I'm I'm down here, but I, I hope people aren't on the ledge and you know I hope, I hope there's not a. Walt, the, the Walt Whitman isn't backed up with jump it or something. Hey. I mean, it's, it's a... Hey, as a lifelong Cubs fan and a, pretty much a lifelong <laughs> Eagles fan, you're kind of always waiting for the shoe to drop, right? You always, yeah, can it yeah. be this good? You know, something's got to happen. Even when the Eagles won the Super Bowl against New England that one year, I fully expected a Hail Mary to be completed. Uh, oh yeah, that, that Brady. And it was just, and when it dropped to the ground, I was, it was, it was like st- I was stunned. I was like, we actually did this. I mean, you're at that, that's great. So you can't blame Eagles fans for, you know, being, being waiting a, for the world. A little no, bit, this yeah, was not a bad for the loss. world. Was, right. That's a good. But this was not a bad loss. I mean, like I said, I had this circled as a loss a month ago or more. And when I looked at the schedule and said, all right, they'll beat this team. That's, this was going to be a tough game. But with that said, it was a great game. I mean, it was a fun game to it watch. It was, and the Eagles had a chance right at the end. Now, here, here's yeah. another, another I mean, factor. How many great – there were a hundred – there must have been 20 great – I mean, great, not good plays. Great plays. Both teams made one great play after another. Great catches. Devonta oh, Smith oh, played yeah, A.J. Oh, Brown, God. that last – just the last Over. drive. Smith reaching behind him to catch that ball. A.J. Brown on the sideline with the, the toe tap. I mean – Right. You know, and they, the Cowboys, the Cowboys yeah, made some. Oh, yeah. I mean, give them credit. Well, T. Y. Hilton T. makes T. Y. the play. T. Y. Hilton comes game. out of mothballs, by the way. Right. Two weeks and, ago, he yeah. was sitting and watching the game on TV with people. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna blame the safety Scott on that one. We'll, we'll yeah. talk a little bit about that play, but uh, you know, here the second factor that I thought led to uh, the Eagles losing that game were injuries. Now we lose Avante Maddox early, and you say, mm-hmm. well, you know, it's one guy. He's you know, he's a corner slash safety. You know, we can replace him. Well, I'll tell you what what happened, and we talked about this earlier before the podcast. When he goes out, now Gannon reverts back to some old habits, which is playing a soft zone. And I think uh, Dak Prescott had w- one of the most successful games. I don't think he missed a pass completion against the zone. After, against the soft zone. Yeah. Right. So, so that was an issue. I thought Jordan Davis going out early with concussion symptoms, uh, I thought that was a, a big deal. Lane Johnson out in the fourth quarter in that drive, they, you know, it never helps when you got the best right tackle in football on the sideline, and hopefully he'll be okay for this week. But, you know, I, I thought injuries played a factor in the game. Injuries always do, and, and and again, that's all part of it. But I still think, the, and we alluded to it just a couple of seconds ago, but the play that the four turnovers are bad. It's hard, like you said, when you start, it's hard to win when you turn the ball over four times, especially against a good team. And Dallas is a good team. But third and 30, to me, that was the game. Well, listen, if you're going to play uh, uh, too deep, the, the safety, uh, Josiah Scott, has to, has to get over there. Now, I thought – you know he he took a he took a bad angle and you have to do one of two things you've got to separate the receiver from the ball or knock the ball down he didn't do either one of those either things. one and, and he was there uh, uh, Hilton made a good catch on the play it was his only it was his first catch as a cowboy it was his only catch of the game so you got you got to give him credit but third and thirty there you can't you know, allow that you, you can't, can't allow that correct um, and that's the game to me that was the game I mean. Yeah. If, you know, not like you said, break it up, knock it away. Now it's fourth and thirty. They punt. 
the Eagles get the ball, it's a different game. It's well, just a different game. And also, game. if you remember, uh, a player or two before that, uh, Dak Prescott gets sacked, fumbles the ball. The initial call was Eagles ball. And and then they you know you, they they cut to something else and they come back and you know Dallas still has the ball and they they reverse that call but anyway that was unfortunate I thought uh, the pick that Minshew threw uh, targeting uh, Quez Watkins I thought I really thought that was pass interference uh, I thought the defender got there early kind of came over the top and then wrestled the ball away from Watkins I know that you know calls over the course of time even themselves yeah. out. But I, I did think that that was one that the refs missed and, and wound up costing the Eagles. It was a bad pass by Minshew, though, too. Though. He kind of telegraphed where he was throwing that ball, I think. Minshew, listen, Minshew played well. He did. For a guy that hadn't played all, all season, basically, um, I expected a lot more rust. Uh, he really didn't He didn't show much rust. He, he, he made some good plays, but a couple a couple things, I think he, he made mistakes on. Um, I, I don't like the, I mean, Eagles, like they scored, like I said, they scored 34 points. So it's hard to criticize the offense. They scored 30, well, the offense scored 27, but, um, I thought that they got away. They weren't as balanced. And like you said, Hurts usually runs the ball, whatever many times, but they should have got, if it wasn't Sanders, get Scott or Gainwell more involved in the, in the game plan. I, it seemed like they just came out saying we're just going to throw the ball all day, and with a backup quarterback, I don't know if that's the smartest idea. Yeah, you know he checks all he checks all the boxes for me as as a backup quarterback. The guy has been a starter in the league. Uh, yeah, the, good, the moment is the, the, he's he, the moment is not too big for him. He takes the no. field with confidence. Yeah, he, he's not a great physical talent. I think he's got an okay arm, and I think he's somewhat mobile. And uh, you know, in this day of salary cap, uh, you have to find a guy like that that can fit into the salary cap and and play like a starter now. The salary cap dynamics of the Eagles are going to change because they're going to have to pay Jalen Hurts a big contract, yes. and then that's going to affect every other yes. aspect of the team. But uh, for right now, I'm really happy that Minshew is the backup. Oh, no, Minshew's a very—I don't know how many better backups there are in the league, to be honest with you. I yeah, mean, and, I would—I don't think go through the list, but he's—he's he's right up there. Yeah, um, I was, now I know people are saying, "Oh, he may have earned himself," and maybe he did. I mean, there, listen, there's a. It's not like there's an abundance of good quarterbacks in the league right now. There's some bad quarterbacks that are starters. I don't think – I wouldn't want Minshew to be my 17-game starter. I think no. – I mean, I think I don't think you'd be embarrassed, but I don't no, think you'd be, go – But you need a superstar yeah. these days at that position. Exactly. You, you just you do. That, it's funny. Coach, I was watching – Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You need, and, you need and they're somebody. hard to find. And guess, and guess what? Hertz is creeping into that category as far as – Oh, I said Hertz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. I think uh, he's one, two for MVP, him and Mahomes. Probably Mahomes now, but um, – I, right I wouldn't there. give up on that yet. I wouldn't. No, no, we'll yeah. A lot, a lot of people are saying that. But, you know, it's funny. I, mean, I was watching. Also being second to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, not an insult. <laughs> yeah, but you don't get the trophy though. That's the problem. No, I know. The uh, I was watching the Seattle game the other day, and you know, Seattle goes in the, uh, with Geno Smith as their quarterback and Drew yeah. Locke as their backup. Drew Locke got Vic Fangio fired last year at Denver. <laughs> so, uh, you know, count, count your blessings. But let, let's talk about the rest of the year now. The Eagles are at home their last two games. It's funny how the dynamic may have changed because we have New Orleans this week, and as we get a double whammy here. We beat New Orleans, we clinch the division, clinch the bye, and get a better draft pick. 
right? I mean, yeah. how much more incentive do you need to, to beat the Saints in a game at home? And then we finish the season at home against the Giants. Now, interestingly, the Giants may have their position locked up, and they be, may be resting their starters. So say, let's say something crazy happens this week, and New Orleans you know, pulls out a last-second victory or something. Uh, rest assured that uh, the Eagles at home against the Giants, certainly if they're not going to play their regulars, I mean, that, that's going to do it for us. Yeah, the Eagles are going to – I mean, listen, this would be the 1964 Phillies. If they don't, if, if, if they lose three, if they lose their last three games. Now, wait a minute. Don't you remember the days when we had Tampa Bay at home in the playoffs that was, that's and we different. lost? That was playoffs. And we had Carolina oh, back-to-back oh, years yeah, and we oh, lost. I covered all those games. Yeah. I covered all those games. And they were bad. But that that was one game, winner, you know, winner go home. That's different. This is, you. the Eagles went into the last month, basically month of the season, needing to just win one game. To clinch everything, right? They lost at Dallas. I can forgive that. That's like I said. That this was a game I had circled as a as a as a tough one. I didn't circle the Saints or Giants at home as games that they should lose. I mean, this is the Saints have a losing record. It's, it's a dome team coming outside. I don't know. And I, I think the weather's going to warm up a little bit next weekend, but it's still pretty cold up there, right? Oh, sure. So that's not, you know, it's, it's, they have no right to lose to the Saints. And then if they do, by some, like you said, some something crazy happens and they lose, they have no right to lose the Giants. Now, you, not, if you want to talk about so weather. they did to them at the Meadowlands, why wouldn't they beat them the same, you know? If you want to talk really. about the weather uh, this weekend, it's supposed to be actually rainy and warm. It's supposed to be in the mid-50s oh, uh, for, okay. for the Saints game, and then, you know, we'll see what happened now. Um, uh, you look at uh, Minnesota, who is really uh, the only challenger for the Eagles. And again, the Eagles win that tiebreaker because they, they right. killed Minnesota at home. They have um, Green, they, Bay. Green Bay, which is uh, – we want to talk a little bit about Green Bay. You cover Green Bay. I did not see that coming yesterday. If Aaron Rodgers pulls this off, I mean, he's just solidified his place in the Hall of Fame. And then uh, the 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 Vikings finish at Chicago. Chicago's you know they're they're decimated with injuries. They're that's going to be a Minnesota win. But uh, what, what are your th- what are your uh, let's talk a little bit about Green Bay. What what are your thoughts on that team? Do they have a puncher's chance of doing this? Oh, they, they actually. I mean, everything like you know when you need everything. Well, this has to happen. This has to happen. That has to happen. You know this team. Has, it all happened. Yeah. Like things that every single game went, they, they had, they played Sunday. They played Christmas day. Um, there were four games that they were concerned with on Christmas Eve that they needed help. Well, the giants lost Washington lost Seattle lost and Detroit lost. They were the four teams they needed to lose. They all lost. Then they had to go out. Like you said, go into Miami, which wasn't, um, you know, Miami's not a great team, but a good team. Um, and very good at home. They were, I think, they were five and one at home. Or five something. and one under two as a starter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they win. So now they don't even have to worry about Seattle or Detroit any anymore. Um, if the Packers win out, if, if they can beat the Vikings and Lions at home, all they need is Washington to lose one out of two, and they're in. Or the Giants to lose both. You know, do you remember the year? It was this was years ago. You were covering the Eagles, where the the, the certain there yes. had to be five or six teams that uh, things that had to happen the last day of the season. And yep. the biggest one was I think Oakland had to go win at Tampa. Tampa, yeah. and they were terrible. Oakland yeah. was terrible. Yeah, and everything happened for the Eagles. The Eagles won, and I think for all four or five or six thing, things happened. Oh, Eagles everything happened. And, and, 
And the, the funny part about that was the Eagles, for whatever reason, played that they, they played the Cowboys at four o'clock or four twenty, whatever it was. Um, all those other games were at one o'clock. So if any of those things didn't go their way, the Eagles game would have been meaningless. Exactly. And we're, you know we're we're watching. You know we're in the in the press box and then up, you know upstairs watching what's going. On. And there was three games I remember. I know. The, the big one was you said Oakland, which was like a double-digit underdog going into Tampa, and they beat them, which was amazing. The Bears had to do something. The Bears had to lose. And that was like a pick them game, but but they lost. Um, and then there was a third game. I don't remember the third game. I forget who the third team was, but but they were supposed to lose. Third, and they, and but you never know, right? So, and they lost. But then, so. And then even after all that, the Eagles had to beat Dallas. And they killed him. They beat him like forty-one to seventeen or something. So the point is, threading the needle is uh, possible, but it's it's not likely. And uh, we'll, we'll see if Green Bay can pull this off. So, so your thoughts uh, on on the rest of the season and the, and the playoffs as 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 you look at the the playoff picture, um, it looks like I, uh, go ahead. the Eagles are going to be the top seed. All right, so they'll get a bye, which is nice. Obviously, it's one less game you have to play, one less risk of injury or anything we were just talking about they lost what three guys in the game the other day so that's always nice um here's my thing i mean for the most part this is not a playoff i mean there are a few guys how many guys are left from the super bowl there aren't aren't as many as you would think right uh are are there any left no, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey. Oh, that's right yes okay Uh, yeah 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 there's a handful yeah but then I, I mean, so it's not a, it's not a real playoff tested team. So that's 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 what I'm looking to see. You know, and Nick Sirianni, you know, he he's not a he coached one playoff game and got embarrassed last year by Tampa Bay. So yeah, I don't. Uh, I think is a, a whole different scenario. Uh, oh, does, yeah. Sirianni has gone up leaps and bounds in my eyes uh, this year, and I, I know he doesn't call the plays. I know he doesn't call the defenses, but. His aggressive nature of going for things, every once in a while I think he goes a little bit too far. But my biggest praise, and I mentioned this with Coach Vermeil last week, is he never misses an opportunity. If he's got 20 seconds left in the quarter, he's not going to walk to the sideline. He's going to make the other team try to jump offside. And listen, that might work once every season. But the but one okay. time it works, it may win you a football game. So I love his no, attention I like that about to detail too. with that. Uh, as you look at the NFC, the top seven standings are the Eagles, uh, Minnesota, San Francisco, who's also clinched a, a playoff berth. How about Tampa Bay wins last night in overtime? They're seven and eight, and it looks like they're going to win the NFC South, which is amazing. Dallas at eleven and four, and the, five seed, and the Giants and and Washington, and then so the whole, that got, whole division right now and, is in. The, and the next, I don't think that's going to stay. I don't think, I don't think Washington's going to. I, I think they're going the wrong way. Um, how about, how about they? they how about they put Wentz in last week? Yeah, so that's they're now. How desperate really are they? Play. Yeah, they're in trouble. I think that I think Washington's going to be out. I really, I think Green Bay might catch that last spot. Well, it's got you or got Detroit. Seattle, Detroit, and Green Bay at seven and eight, and and guess what? Carolina at six and nine. If they beat Tampa this week yeah. and they play each other, they can win the division. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. See, so here's what I think is going to happen. I mean, so Eagles will have the buy. They'll be number one seed. So they'll probably play the winner of the four or five game, which would be Dallas at the winner of the South. And I think wow. Dallas will beat the winner of the South. So you're setting up for 
round three, Eagles Cowboys. Did you imagine that? You think anybody would be paying attention to that? That would be pretty. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I think the ratings might be pretty high. Quick look at the AFC. You've got Buffalo in the East, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Jacksonville. How about Doug Peterson, the job he's yeah. doing down in Jacksonville? It's, it's so great to see him succeed down there. Baltimore at 10 and 5. Uh, they're doing this without Lamar Jackson, but they're holding their own. And you got the Chargers and then Miami, but followed uh, pretty closely. You've got uh, three teams at 7 and 8 are still in the mix, and that's New England, the Jets, Tennessee, and Pittsburgh. Of all of those teams, I think Pittsburgh may be the most dangerous. I uh, watched a fair amount of that game this weekend, and this kid, Kenny Pickett's the real deal. I mean, he, he this kid's got some He's got some talent, and uh, I knew they must have been really impressive with him when they replaced Trubisky with him because, you know, you think you want to let a rookie kind of ease into it, and Trubisky's got a resume, but, uh, you know, th- this kid Pickett can really play. I think Miami hangs on for that last spot. Um, they, I mean, they, they they hit a little lull here. They lost they lost four in a row, um, but they have, they have New England this week and the Jets the last game. New England's Going the wrong way, the Jets are um, the Jets turned all of a sudden turned back into the Jets. So yeah, I, I think Miami um, wins those last two and hangs on for that last spot. Um, but the, the AFC overall, I think you got three teams that are pretty close at the top: uh, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, Joe Burrow was throwing dimes the other day. I know they held on to beat New England in a tough environment, but they know how to beat Kansas City. They they beaten them what three four times I mean, in a row. He's just he's just good, and he knows he's good. He just uh, it, it's really it's fun to watch. And Burrow, play Mahomes, play, and Allen. That's going to be that's pretty good. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Those three teams. I don't gun to my head. I I think I think the Bills might be the most complete of the three teams. I, I would I, I would agree with that, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Cincinnati no. were. Kansas no, of City course beat. not. No, you can't be shocked. Those are all good things. Hey, hey, listen, Mark. Great to have you back. Always good talking right. Eagles with you. We're going to do this again uh, probably next Monday, I think, which is January second. Hopefully, the uh, hangover will have worn off by then, and I can uh, and I can execute this podcast properly. But it's great to have you back uh, with us, and uh, glad you're happy and healthy, and want to wish uh, you and Tammy a. A very happy new year coming up. We will be back, Eagles fans, hopefully with a uh, a good report on an Eagles win against the Saints. And at this point, Matthew's going to pot up the music, and we're going to say thank you for listening to the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend, and happy new year.